Chapter Fourteen of Bunny Brown and His Sister Sue at Christmas Tree Cove by Laura Lee Hope. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Sean McGahey and Sarah. Chapter Fourteen in the Dark. Miss Brown, who had been looking at the beautiful view of Christmas Tree Cove from the window of the bungalow dining room, turned to Miss. Madden, when Sue's cry rang out, Something has happened to those children, exclaimed Miss Brown. Where are they calling from? I must go to them. That cry sounded as if came from the pantry, answered the other woman. It's just through that door. And she pointed. As Mother Brown started for the place, Sue called again. Please come quick. Bunny's in and he can't get out. What can't Bunny get out of? said Miss Brown. Mother Brown pushed open the door leading into the pantry, and there she saw a strange sight. Sue was standing beside Bunny and trying to pull him out of the barrel, which he was doubled up in a funny way, almost as a clown in a circus sometimes doubles himself up to slide for a keg. Only Bunny was not sliding through. He was doubled up and stuck in the barrel. He's in, explained Sue, and I can't get him out. I can't get out either, added Bunny. I'm stuck. Are you hurt? asked his mother. No, not exactly, he replied. Except that sort of pinches me. Miss Brown did not stop to ask how it happened. She took hold of Bunny on one side, and Miss Madam took hold of him on the other. Then, while Sue helped them hold down on the barrel, they pulled up on the little fellow and soon had him out. Luckily, the edge of the barrel was smooth and without any nails, so that Bunny was not scratched, nor were his clothes torn. Now tell me about it, said his mother, as she set him on the floor and led him and Sue out of the small pantry. Well, I... I was climbing up on the barrel to see if there was anything to eat on the shelves, explained Bunny Brown. And some boards were on the barrel. I stepped on them, but they slipped, and then... And then Bunny slipped, broke in Sue. I saw him slip, but I couldn't stop him. And then I went right on down into the barrel, resumed Bunny, and I was stuck there, and Sue hollered like anything, and, well, I didn't find a single thing to eat, he ended. No, I didn't order any food for you, as I didn't know just what you'd want, explained Mrs. Madden. If you're hungry, she said to the children, you can come over to my cottage. It isn't far, and I can give you some bread and milk. Oh, I am hungry, said Bunny. So am I, added Sue. I couldn't think of troubling you, put in Mrs. Brown. We have some things on the boat, and... I've just baked some cookies, went on Mrs. Madden, who lived at Christmas Tree Cove all the year around. I'm sure the children would like them. My boy and girl who are about the same age as yours, like my cookies very much. And she smiled at Bunny and Sue. Oh, mother, began Bunny, couldn't we? Let me take them over and give you a little lunch while you are getting things to rights, urged the kind woman to Mrs. Brown. It will be no trouble at all, and Rose and Jimmy will be glad to see them. Are they your children? asked Bunny. Yes, dear, and they'll be glad if you'll play with them. Very well, they may go, and thank you very much for the invitation, said Mrs. Brown. It'll be better to have them out of the way when the men are bringing in the trunks and things. But I hope they will give you no trouble. 
Don't fall into any more barrels, Bunny. I won't, promised the little boy. I wouldn't have fallen in this one if the boards hadn't slipped. It's the flour barrel, explained Mrs. Madden. The family that was here last year used to have a regular cover for the barrel, but one of the boys took the cover to make a boat of, and after that they put some loose boards back on. I'll have Mr. Brown make a new cover for the barrel, said Mrs. Brown, but that doesn't mean, Bunny, that you may climb on it again, she added. Oh, I won't, he agreed. I was just climbing up to see if there was anything to eat on the pantry shelves, but I won't have to do that if you're going to give us some cookies, he added, looking at Mrs. Madden. Yes, I'm going to give you some cookies, she laughed. Come along. I'll bring them back safely, she added. So while Mr. Brown, Captain Ross, Bunker Blue, and Uncle Tad carried the things up to the bungalow from the Bowden dock, Bunny and Sue followed Mrs. Madden to her cottage not far from the bungalow. Mr. Madden was a clamor and fisherman, and his wife did some work for the summer colonist. Bunny and Sue saw a little boy and girl of about their own ages looking at them as they neared the cottage. Here are some new playmates for you, Jimmy and Rose, said their mother. They are hungry, too. And my brother Bunny fell in a barrel when he was looking for something to eat on the pantry shelf, exclaimed Sue. Did it hurt you? Jimmy Madden wanted to know. No, it was fun, laughed Bunny Brown. And then he told of that adventure. Miss Brown brought out some milk, slices of bread and jam, and also a plate full of cookies, at the sight of which the eyes of Bunny and Sue opened wide with light. Then followed a pleasant little play party on the shady porch of the cottage. Rose and Jimmy told of the fun to be had at Christmas Tree Cove, how there were shallow wading places, deeper pools for bathing, and little nooks where one could fish. Can you go out in a boat? asked Jimmy of Bunny. Yes, if somebody bigger goes with us, Bunny answered. We can get my Uncle Tad to take us out. Sometimes Rose and I go out with my father when he's fishing or digging clams, said the Christmas Tree Cove lad. I can dig clams at low tide. I've done that too, said Bunny. We live on Sandport Bay. The four children talked and played until it was time for Bunny and Sue to run back to the bungalow. They found that all the things had been brought up from the boat and that Captain Ross had sailed away again. The bungalow was furnished and Mrs. Brown had only to bring such things as knives and forks for the table, linen for the beds, and the clothes they were to wear. A grocer and a butcher had called while Bunny and Sue were at the Madden cottage, and now supper was being prepared by Bunker Blue and Uncle Tad, each of them being almost as good a cook as was Mrs. Brown. Mrs. Brown and her husband were busy making up the beds for the night, and as Bunny and Sue came racing in, almost as hungry as though they had not been given a lunch by Mrs. Madden, their mother called to them. Get washed for supper now, children. A little later they were sitting down to their first meal in the bungalow at Christmas Tree Cove. Do you think you are going to like it here? asked Daddy Brown. It's dandy, exclaimed Bunny, being careful not to talk with his mouth too full of bread and butter, and Jimmy is a nice boy. I like Rose, too, said Sue. After supper, the children ran over to the cottage to play again, and before bedtime they walked along the sandy beach with their father and mother. But pretty soon it was noticed that Bunny and Sue were not saying much, and their walk was becoming slow. 
time for little sailors to turn in said mother brown and soon bunny and sue were slumbering in the little white beds in the bungalow the rest of the family except bunker blue sat up rather late talking over the events of the past few days they'd enjoyed the trip to christmas tree cove all except the storm i know we'll have a lovely summer said miss brown as she and her husband went to bed when they were passing bunny's room a dog barked in the distance the little fellow seemed to hear it for he sat up in bed and cried there there he is there's the dog that has your ring mother i'm going to get it he's talking in his sleep again whispered mr brown yes agreed his wife in a low voice the loss of the pocketbook seems to get on his mind go to sleep bunny she murmured to him going into his room and pressing his head down on the pillow then he turned over and went off to slumberland again the next day and the many that followed were full of joy for bunny brown and sister sue they played with rose and jimmy they waded in the water they sailed little boats and they made houses in the sand often as they sat on the beach bunny would look back toward the thick green clumps of evergreen trees which gave the place its name couldn't we go and take a walk in them he asked jimmy one day yes was the answer only you want to be careful why asked bunny because the woods are awful thick you can't see your way very well and once rose and i got lost oh we wouldn't go in very far said bunny some day i'm going into those woods two or three days after that when he and sue had played in the sand until they were tired bunny said let's go into the woods all right agreed sue shall we get jimmy and rose no let's go by ourselves said her brother i want to see if we can find our way all by ourselves and so not telling their mother or father or uncle tad or bunker blue anything about it off the two children started it was pleasant shady and cool in the evergreen woods of christmas tree cove on the ground were brown pine needles and the shorter ones from spruces and the hemlocks here and there the sun shone down through the thick branches but not too much it was like being in a green bower on and on wandered bunny and sue thinking what a nice place it was they found pine cones and odd stones with here and there a bright flower all of a sudden sue looked around bunny it's getting dark she said i can't see the sun any more i guess it's night and we'd better go back home i don't believe it's night said the little boy i guess the trees are so thick we can't see the sun but we can go home i'm getting hungry anyhow come on they turned about to go back and walked on for some time sue took hold of bunny's hand it's getting terrible dark she said where's home bunny the little boy looked around i i guess it isn't far he said but it's dark sue i wish i had a flashlight next time i'm going to bring one but we'll be home soon however they were not it rapidly grew darker and at last bunny brown knew what had happened we're lost and it's going to be a dark night he said holding more tightly to sue's hand we're lost in the christmas trees he added and his sister gave a little cry and held tightly to him end of chapter fourteen